Hello and welcome to the Intersection Podcast. Today we're going to be talking about Step 8 and looking forward to a great discussion. Welcome to the podcast. My name is Dr. Robert Grant, and today we're going to be going over some specifics on step eight of the life recovery program, which is we made a list of all persons we had harmed and became willing to make amends to them all. So the overarching law for life recovery in this uh, most valuable step is sacrifice will result in fulfillment. So what is the step all about. So in step eight, we are attempting to clear the wreckage of our past and make amends for those things that um, we've created damage in other people's lives. Taking stock of these things that we've harmed other people with. And it is definitely a prerequisite for successful living. We are not designed to carry around guilt and shame without serious relational consequences. So God has given us a command to make amends when another person's uh, boundaries have been violated, when we've done something wrong, where we've disrupted their life in some way. And this can be a very, very precarious situation for people, and many shy away from this, and we can't. We have to be uh, fearless and courageous in making amends. It will be critical to restoring fellowship in our own lives because often we don't realize the impacts. We don't realize why we stay away from other people. It could be guilt and shame for the things that we've done in the past. So we cannot justify our bad behavior any longer. It's time for us to take responsibility for our wrongdoings. This action step attempts to restore all of our relationship, but we don't need to be fixating on the mistakes of the past either. We need to concentrate on making things right for the other person. Because how often do we have the tendency to overly focus on the guilt and shame of an event or something that we've done in the past, which leaves no room or stamina for making things right when somebody else has been wronged. So that's why we can't focus on that. We cannot focus on the guilt and shame. We need to focus on the action of making things right with somebody that we've wronged. So from this vantage point, we can really, really change our relationships because people realize, wow, this person has my best interest at heart. And that is the intent of this step to restore those relationships with a right heart, a right spirit. So in addictions, you know, with drunkenness and intoxication, many times we don't even realize the ramifications that we've had in our family, the resentment that we've caused, the shame that we've caused. And we need to make amends for these things that we have or have not done. 
sins of omission as, as well as the sins of commission. And so when looking at addictions, we might have committed some form of abuse. We cannot shrink at this activity. Rather, we need to courageously face these things. Some of us have been unusually responsible while drinking or using, but nevertheless, we are not in God's will if we're uh, drunk and intoxicated and our families have suffered in some way or perhaps our friends. Um, Intoxication is a selfish endeavor, and even under ideal circumstances, it removes us from being fully present with other people, and it, it prevents us from taking unselfish and constructive action with other people. We all need to take these things into consideration when making amends. So in codependency, there's usually quite a bit of control and resentment that has impacted other people. And this is a good starting point. Although much of the harm has not been from the codependent, uh, there's usually some, some form of reaction from the person that has suffered from addictions in the family. And um, the reaction tends to cause resentment, which causes harsh responses to other people. And in, in some way or fashion, the uh, person has to take responsibility for these um, reactions versus being proactive in a situation. Um, so it increases the entire family's chance of recovering when a person can admit, hey, in this situation, I didn't react appropriately, and I'm sorry for that. Well, just something simple like that can change the direction of the family. And this is what uh, people in family of alcoholics and addicts need to realize that there are um, steps and a process for them to recover as well because they've had to deal with, this, with you know, very, very dysfunctional be behaviors and inconsistencies in love and wrongs that have been committed against them over and over and over again. And um, this is a recipe for resentment and conflict. And by taking responsibility, even if it's only 10% of the problem, it can change the direction of the family. So how about trauma and the eighth step? Trauma impacts people in various ways, and the anger that arises in the aftermath um, can cause harm to other people. Um, it, it causes the person to build up walls, <clears throat> and they... Um, tend to block out relationship from other family members, from friends, and go into self-protection mode. So the trauma has likely been very hard on the person, and this causes um, a, uh, a relationship dilemma in that they don't engage in close, intimate communication anymore, and they may be closed off and self-protective. So looking at these situations where perhaps um, they blocked out other people's love in their life and seeing where the uh, trauma has impacted their relationships is a very, very good starting point. 
And, um, and making those amends can really open up the dialogue with friends and family to um, engage in the healing process. So this is an excellent, excellent step in restoration for people that have experienced a great deal of trauma as well. And you see the differentiation between each of these issues and the eighth step. <clears throat> Excuse me. And so, yes, that's what we're trying to do is make the correct application for each one of these areas, problem areas in our life. So I, my prayer is, is that this has been helpful for you. So until the next time, may God keep you and bless you. Thank you for joining us at the uh, podcast and uh, next time we're going to be covering step nine.